This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is your host, Brian Wayne here, and uh, I'm here to let you know, in case you did not know already, uh, that the Cheers to Comics podcast has since evolved. And uh, if you're looking for a new shiny place to get your comic books from, then you need to head on over to Shop cheers to comics.com it's like cheers to comics.com only with the shop in front of it uh shop cheers to comics.com and if you use code podcast at checkout you're going to save yourself 10 percent and i'm constantly adding new inventory hot spec books uh everything everything any any type of book under the sun is it uh as it, as it comes under my radar and it gets added into the inventory, I, I make it available to you. So remember, head on over to shopcheerstocomics.com and use code PODCAST at checkout and save yourself 10%. Oh, it's pre-roll time. You know the Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing Solutions, your, uh, your source, your solution. That's why they're called Inked Marketing Solutions. Your solutions to all things crowdfunding, um, even beyond comics. But, you know, I'm going to focus on the comics on account of what I am and all. Um, i got to tell you about the uh, the Inked Marketing Crowdfunded comic for this episode. Mm, it's going to be the Terror Trilogy funding on Kickstarter right now. It's a horror graphic novel. It's three incredibly creepy sounding stories all in one beautifully bound book so uh we've got the muffin man number one solo 88 number one and thirst number one and uh you know there's even a brand new story as well that the boys from limitless comics is putting out and that's a wild oni or you could you know you can grab them grab everything grab all of that stuff all on this kickstarter but the muffin man and the solo 88 and thirst all in one beautifully bound graphic novel of terror, the Terror Trilogy. So, uh, yeah, head on over to Kickstarter now and support the boys of Limitless Comics. It might not just be all boys, but I'm looking at the picture here. Those are all boys there. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, head on over. Check it out. Kickstarter, and uh, that's going to be inked.pub slash terror trilogy once again that's inked.pub slash terror trilogy 
But you're gonna want some of this, people. Limitless bringing it real hard. Age of Radio. to the Cheers to Comics Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 367. Would you believe it? The 367th episode of the Cheers to Comics Podcast will be a police priorities. I'll be going over the books of the future. Hmm. Uh, more specifically, the books uh, due to be ordered uh, for this week's FOCs, Final Order Cutoffs, and the books coming out next new comic book day, I believe that to be the 10th there, or somewhere around there. So, yeah, there you have it. Uh, fun stuff, man. Uh, not not a massive, super big week of, uh, you know, pre-orders and shit like that as far as speculation goes. But there's still some exciting stuff, nevertheless, because it's not all about money, right, people? It's not all about just how much money you can make off of comics. Did you know that these books actually open it up? There's fucking words and stories and shit that go on in there, too. (laughs) True story. Uh, Let's get all excited about that. But first, i got to talk about the newest addition to the Cheers to Comics family, and that is Nerds Forever. 307nerdsforever.com is one of my favorite places on planet Earth to get my comic books. And I say this as a retailer myself. I ain't, I ain't too proud to say it. Uh, incredible customer service. Uh, hey, there, there's a lot of comic books out there, and I, 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 I don't have them all. And I, I, mean, I say this as another retailer out there, you know? Just, shit, shop elsewhere. You know, it's it's you don't have to be loyal to just one's door. You know, um, you're you're not hurting anybody's feelings by checking out to see what other great, amazing deals there are out there. And um, it's kind of a honey hole. Old 307nerdsforever.com. It really is. I found some some awesomely amazing books priced at cover price, not fair market value. Uh, that, that's what you're gonna get there. But more than that. More than that, even more than the incredible, uh, you know, value that 307nerdsforever.com has, they set us up with a coupon code, people. So if you check out and use code CHEERS um, and the little coupon bar there, you're going you're gonna to save even more money. Save 10% off your order. That's awesome, right? It is. This is a rhetorical question. Of course it's fucking awesome. So head on over to 307nerdsforever.com and... Uh, Tell them that I sent you by using code CHEERS at checkout to save yourself some money. Mm-hmm. I see all this stuff circulating on the old social media. Support a small business. Support local businesses. You know, short, support the mom and pop stores. There you go. Start with 307nerdsforever.com. Um, now, uh, you can even start a pull list with them, too. Hey, start the pull list this week, right now. 
right now. Uh, write it down. Here we go. So uh, these are the lunar books. So these all, all these books need to be ordered by Sunday at the absolute latest, the seventh. So let's uh, let's get on with it. It is a rather large order week. I will say that there is a lot of stuff. Um, so uh, let's just uh, shut up and go. Huh? Arkham City of the World number three. Uh, so I have read issues one and two, and I am a hundred percent hooked on this. Uh, Waters and Danny are just—they're—they're—it's an amazing team. It, it is. I, I love. I love these two working together. The story is awesome. It's dark. It's weird. I love the Ten-Eyed Man. I hate his fucking name. I don't know what DC has going on. The Batman Who Laughs. The Ten-Eyed Man. Uh, well, what's next? The fucking Tiptoed Man who snaps his fingers while he sneezes. Scary. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That was the stupidest fucking thing uh, I think anybody's ever pitched in their life. Um, but, uh, I mean, still, cool character designs. That, that's, that's the undeniable thing. Like, the character designs outweighs the stupid name by a billion, billion miles. But this, this, this regardless, it's not just about the Ten-Eyed Man. Um, the, the story's awesome. Uh, Dr. Jocasta, mm-hmm, tricky bitch. Uh, so, yeah, you got a couple covers there. Gary Frank on the cardstock. Uh, probably the no-brainer pick of the week. We got Batman 118. This is the first Tinny and the Fourthless Batman. Uh, we've got a first appearance, naturally. We've got the Abyss. Mm, we'll find out what the Abyss is sooner or later. But uh, I, got, I gotta say, first off, congratulations to Joshua Williamson. You know, good for you, dude. Jorge Molina, he's still doing his thing. Tom Almore is still doing his thing. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm very, very anxious to see what Joshua Williamson does with the cow. Because, you know, and then switched off a few times. I guess not really. I, I guess Titan still had a pretty good run. What was that like? Well, what did he pick up this? Picked up? Pick up? Was it 86? Or was it 80 or 74? Uh, I think it was 86. Yeah, I think 86 was his first issue. And what did he do? Uh, 86 to 17. So, 32 issues or something like that. Hey, that's not a bad run. You know, it just doesn't seem like much or a long time because it's, you know, every two weeks. But, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we got the Abyss here. But I will say, the look out for the variants on this. Um, you know, Matina's got a badass uh, B cover on this. There is a uh, E cover, Victor Bagdanovich, classic Spider-Man number one uh, homage setting there. You got Batman on the ledge. Oh, it's going to be big. It's going to be real big. But then there's a Virgin cover, a Boygin, the one in 25. Mm, you know, look at all this. See, this is, this is why I became a retailer, people. <laughs> these types of opportunities here you know there's so many great covers to choose from just between the a b and the c it's not going to be hard to to you know uh, make up selling 25 copies of a book to get this this one in 25 and i'm pretty sure is going to be selling for like if i had to guess i'd say between 50 and 75 dollars within the first couple of days um, I mean, it's a Batman book, so it's, I mean, it's going to be highly ordered. There's going to be a bunch of them, but regardless, like, the homage that it is, um, and it also being, you know, a slight key issue, uh, you know, I use the term key loosely. It was a first appearance, so you can't deny that, but still, I said loosely, because we don't know, 
you know, what the abyss is going to turn out to be or not to be. Hmm. Um, there's also a 1 in 50 jock cardstock variant on this as well. But here, here, here's where it's at, people. Here's where it's at. Um, just like, just like with the Spider-Man 1, we got our silvers and we got our golds. Um, this, uh, I mean, it's not the exact same thing. But uh, there's a 1 in 100 on here, and then there's a, uh, a 1 in 250 gold foil. The silver foil is the 1 in 100, the gold, uh, a 1 in 250. Uh, now, ah, uh, man, that, that, <laughs> I don't know, uh, it's, 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 it's gonna be tempting, people, I'm not gonna lie, like, ordering 250 copies, that's, yeesh, um, let's see, it's, uh, $6 a piece, yeah, no, no that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, I mean, you're still... <laughs> even as a shop, you're still... I mean, this is this so many. That's so many. But out of it, I mean, you're going to get... Um, two 1 in 100s, 5 1 in 50s, and 10 1 in 25s. So, I mean, the, the money's there. The value's there. You'll be able to make it all up. It's just, that's a big order. Because um, even at a... Fucking 50% off. So that's still like a $750 order. So, mmm. That just goes to show that, that that gold, that gold foil is going to be rare. It is going to be pricey. But $750 pricey, I don't think so. Um, but well, we'll see. Uh, you know, a lot of things are going to come into factor here. You know, with these foils, there could be damages. Foils, you know, fuck a chip well. Lunar's not bagging and boarding their incentives now, too. So that makes it even scarier. You know, would you want a 1 in 250 foil book being shipped to you? Mmm, bagless. You know, I mean, this is a fucking gamble, people. And you, what you, you know, what you're kind of doing, as a, as a shop, if you do do it, you're, you're kind of like rolling the dice, hoping others get damaged so that you're near mint. Cover. I don't know, it's just fucking... Mmm, yeah, I don't know, that's a fucking scary book. It's a scary book, that 1 in 250. <laughs> oh, man, fun times. Fun times, but this is the one though. This is the one for sure out of Lunar. But it continues on. We're just on bees, people. Uh, we've got a Batman annual out this week. Oh yeah, we've got some some mm, Ghost Face Killer. I mean Ghost Maker. Uh, yeah, I love Ghost Maker. Y'all see Ghost Maker fucking shit up in that last Batman issue? Yeah, you did. You did. Oh, it was good. Um, let's see. We got Bat Cat number nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Jim Lee, look at you on the B cover. And there's a Travis Cherist C cover as well. Oh, if you're a Catwoman fan, you're going to like that. Uh, Fierce State Omega. Let's see what it says here. Uh, as Gotham's Fierce State comes to a close, and James Tinney and the Fourth's career with DC comes to an end. <coughs> it doesn't say that. A new day dawns on the city. One without Batman. Oh, spoilers, what? But the Dark Knight's absence does not mean the city is without heroes. Why is he gone? I wish I wouldn't have read this. Uh, it's the con you could you could have just said the conclusion, you know. Obviously, it's setting up future state. Uh, where's Batman at? They're gonna kill him? No, they're not gonna kill him. Uh, there's a Simone Bianchi cardstock variant. Oh, that oh that that one in twenty five. What the fuck? Who is that? 
I don't know who that is. It's like a, I mean, it's 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 like a blonde poison ivy, all like decked out and shit. I don't know. That one in twenty five is dope. You got Miracle Molly on there as well. But who is that? Hmm. It's not the gardener. The, the, this person's way too pale and blonde-headed to be the gardener. That's for damn sure. You know, gardener wears a lot of clothes too. This is this this this, this character. Like I said very poison ivy-like, but oh man, did she like transform? Huh? Did she like go, go fucking super saiyan Frieza or something? Are you triggered? Uh, Batman: The Adventures Continue, season two. Wrapping up with the seventh issue. Oh, look at that. Oh, oh yeah. We get there's gonna have a first appearance in this as well, if I remember right. Some sort of mayor, a mayor of some sort. Uh, Batman: The Imposter number three. I I mean number two hasn't been out yet, but that number one, mmm, real good. Oh, and look at that Bermejo cover. <sighs> oh, oh, it's just that that white background. Oh, you know how I've been going on about Bermejo covers? And if you haven't been listening, just know that I've been going on about Bermejo covers and the potential for their collectability and desirability here in the future based off some uh, some hypey YouTube pages. Um, mm, this might be one of them, people, just because of a white cover. White covers, collectible, because they get dirty and people don't know how to handle comics. You'd be surprised. Even shops. I've uh, I seen it. I see it. And it kills me. Um, Batman Urban Legends number 10. Uh, there's a Bellin Ortega and a Ricardo Federici cover there. Uh, <laughs> Crush and Lobo number 7 of a little Apata. Scott Forbes getting the B cover on that one. Dark Knights of Steel number 2. Uh, guys. Listeners. Uh, Dark Knights of Steel. Number one was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Uh, don't, I mean, but you knew that, right? Because Tom Taylor was doing it. That's all you need to know. Uh, oh, fuck. See, I'm not usually into the thouist ladyeth and sh- shit like that. You know, the medieval time, that always wore me. You know, I was like uh, six years late to Game of Thrones. Uh, it took a lot of convincing. But... But, uh, Tom Taylor, oh my god, it's so good. It's so good. It's good. Um, and then we got our, uh, Joshua Milton cover there. Look at that. Oh, that's a winner. That's a winner for sure. And then that 1 in 25 Yasmin Putri character sheet variant featuring one, uh, Bruce Wayne. Oh, that's good. He's the protector of the king. Soul Plumber. Number three. Mmm. Good. Uh, Kyle Holtz on that B. Oh, shit. Look at the last podcast on the left, guys. Just getting some fucking monsters to do their book. Oh, that's good. That one might be super collectible. Just because it's Kyle Holtz and people like his stuff for <laughs> good reason. Uh, what is this? Detective Comics Annual. Number one. Why did I name it? Um, I don't understand the numbering on annuals. I just, I just don't get it, but whatever. Um, let's see here. Mariko Tamaki, I'm at the Rosenberg. Little one shot. What a... Da, da, da. Huh. 
Sorry. Uh, yeah, um, looks like a prelude to Shadows of the Bat. Okay, they're setting some stuff up here. That's what they're doing. Why do they keep with the names? Come up with a new name. Why do they? I, I, there's a Shadow of the Bat. You think Shadows of the Bat? Oh, that's not going to confuse people. <sighs> there's a Jason Fabok card stock on that. That is pretty badass. Looks like a Marvel poster. <laughs> um. Uh, Gods of Brutality, number four, old Black Caravan, badass, fucking rock and roll mayhem. Uh, Green Lantern, number nine, on that one, let's see, on the B, oh, Alan Qua on that B, Jesus Christ. Oh, this is definitely going to be a collectible cover. Look, it's got all the lanterns on it. Oh, I mean, not all of them, but quite a bit of them. Oh, that is good. I don't like that a lot. Shit, that's good. Yeah, people are going to be all over that. Fish show. We've got Impossible Jones, number two from Scout Comics. We've got the Joker Annual. Oh, is this the last uh, Tinian Joker book? I believe so. No, I think they're going to 14 on that one, if I remember right. He's going for a few more, I believe. Um, Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Dan Hip on the oh, on the B cover. That that's that's interesting. And I don't mean interesting in a oh yeah, that baby's cute. I don't I don't mean it like that. Like <laughs> I I mean uh, th th this one's phew, it's got an appeal to it for sure. Huh. I like that. I like it a lot. Oh, they're like little kind of chibi buttons on his Cosby sweater. Not really a Cosby sweater, but are you allowed to... Can you still say Cosby sweater? Um, <laughs> Justice League. What? Never mind. Uh, Justice League Dark. Annual. What? What? Oh, Ram V and Dan Waters. Ooh. Um... Yeah, no, this, this that's bad. I'm glad that Justice League Dark's getting an annual because they've been literally backpaged lately. You know, they went from having their own thing to just kind of being like, ah, we're going to give them six or seven pages in the back of Justice League every week. Um, So, yeah, but not to have a... Yeah, no, I, I like this. I like it. Oh, fuck, excuse me. Uh, what do we got here? There's a Paul Renaud cardstock on that. Sweet. Uh, we've got Justice League Incarnate, number two. I do believe that there is some significance. Look, let me check my notes. Oh, come on. There it is. First appearance of... Oh. <laughs> check this out, people. The Batwoman Who Laughs. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Um, from an alternate dimension, of course. And uh, let's see here. So, all right. Yeah, okay, that's what we got. Um, there's a cover appearance of Super Demon. That must be like an Elseworld, other dimensional type of thing. It's it's yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm uh, Batwoman who laughs. Yes, it's, it's probably going to be something worth picking up. Um, is it going to be? Uh, Teen Titans 12 worthy? I doubt it. 
because no one saw that one coming. This is solicited and everything, and we already got a pretty good idea what this character's probably going to look like, right? Who's drawing it? That's important. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd say it's important. Kyle Hotz is drawing it. Or it's Andre Bresson. Um, it's hard to say for sure, but they're both listed as artists here. Oh, can you imagine a Kyle Hotz Batwoman who... See, that's what makes it special. It's who's drawing it. You know, if it were if Capullo didn't draw the Batman who laughs, you know, I mean, would it would it be as big of a hit? You know, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. A name goes a long way, people. And there's a fucking sweet one in twenty-five on this as well. Nice. Uh, we've got Justice League Infinity. Infinity. Inf let me try this again. Infinity, number six. What the fuck happened to my mouth just now? Uh, we've got My Bad, number two. Oh, this is a Mark Russell joint from Ahoy Comics. It's a group of misfits. It's a group of misfits. <sighs> Gotta love it. Um, <laughs> it's so good. Uh, continuing on. Although, there's a, so there's a one and five on this as well. And there's a, oh, a Nightwing annual. Gotta love a Nightwing annual, right? Uh, Max Dunbar getting the card stuck on this. This is uh, uh, Nightwing and Red Hood back in the past. Fun. Uh, Nubia and the Amazons, number three. There's two covers on that one. Jamal Campbell getting the B on that one. Uh, oh, look at this. Another Mark Russell joint. This is One Star Squadron. It's a limited six-parter. Uh, Steve Lieber on the art. Come on. Who are you going to call? One Star Squadron. Me DC superhero team where heroism meets capitalism. It's uh, heroes for hire people. Just a bunch of fucking uh, <laughs> D-listers. I love it. Um, I mean, Red Tornado. Look at that. Look at Red Tornado. A little power girl. Oh. Oh. <sighs> I love it. Um, no, you're gonna. It's Mark Russell, people. I sat in on a panel uh, of his, and he talked about this. And I wouldn't say great detail, but in some detail, uh, I'm excited. He didn't need to talk about it for me to be excited about. It. All you have to do is just put that Mark Russell name on it and uh, take my money. There's a Steve Pugh cardstock on that as well. That is pretty simple what's going on here is that a red tornado let me blow this up oh look at you red tornado just staring in a window shop mirror window i mean because it's not a mirror it's a window but it's mirroring and back in the fucking stop with the words brian uh that's a good cover it is um robin and batman number two look at that dust in the wind cover owl <sighs> I love it. Dick Grayson is struggling in his training to be Robin, and the Batman decides the young man needs a break and takes him for ice cream. The end. Just kidding. And takes him to meet the Justice League. In an awe-inspiring moment, he meets the world's greatest heroes and their sidekicks. What? Will these Teen Titans all get along? Oh. <gasps> <gasps> Those Wonder Twins, huh? It's hard to say. Gotta love it. I don't. I can't see anybody really being inspired by a Wonder Twin, other than well, if they can do it, I can. Um, bucket of water. Robin Annual. 
number one. Oh, this is the origin of Flatline, people. I think I said it happened in the last issue of Robin, and I think I'm very mistaken about that. I think the for real, for real, but like really for real, uh, origin, Flatline, and this one here. That dude's got a long neck. Is that Raj? Raj, you got a long neck, buddy. Uh, I am loving this series. I, I am. I, I, Flatline is solidifying herself, people. She gonna be a real thing. Her and Robin gonna fuck. Uh, Crystal Kung. Huh. Wow. That's different. I like it. I think this is the second time I've said that about a cover this week. This is a $7 book? Jesus fucking Christ. Um... It better be a lot of pages. It better be a lot of pages. But at the same time, I never mind. Um, <laughs> this B cover is awesome. And I'm not usually into like an Eastern art style, but this is, dare I say, it has like a Samurai Jack vibe to it. And that's saying something, people, because that's some of the best animation. Oh, well, oh, hold on, uh, uh, uh Jengi Targaversky. I know that the, 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 his name is somewhere in that mess of shit that I said. Um, but, yeah, it, it's a name that, I mean, you're allowed to mispronounce his name. There's nobody else on the planet that has that name. But, yeah, the Samurai Jack dude, very, very similar in this one. Uh, but, at the same time, very stylized as well. Uh, not that similar. But you just get those vibes, people. Those vibes, man. Vibes. Uh, Static Season 1, number 5. Mm. Uh, Nicholas Draper Ivy on that B cover, too. That's pretty dope. Looks like it'd be a, like a, a wall piece on a building. It's fucking awesome. <gasps> Static Shocks Red X. Calling it now. Oh, <laughs> that'd be some shit. I say that anytime I see anybody with an X anywhere close to a DC character. Just in this B, I'm just in this B cover. He just so happens to be wearing an X on his cap. Oh, wouldn't that blow everybody's fucking mind? You know. But being that Red X isn't really using a whole lot of electric powers, yeah, it'd be kind of hard to. To, to determine that. Some people like X's, you know? Just like some people like M's and 6's. You're, you like your digits. Uh, <laughs> it's really late at night, people. Um, I'll be po I'll, like so late at night I'll have to post this right after I get done recording. Uh, Suicide Squad number 10. Mm, this is a good one. This is a good series. Uh, I mean, I have, last issue I read set up a badass scenario. Um, uh, I haven't got to read the, the issue nine since because it hasn't come out yet. But I'm excited. This is, I'm telling you, it's an underrated series, people. Really, really underrated series. Robbie Thompson's killing it on Suicide Squad. Uh, we got Superman, Son of Kal El, Annual, Tom Taylor, Steve Pugh. Oh, is that a uh, He's yet Superman vs. Lex Luthor there. John Ken's first day to... Uh-oh. Oh, it's late. I'm not bored, it's late. John Ken's first days as Earth's new Superman have been a trial by fire. His actions have already put those he loves in harm's way. 
He has stood strong in the path of constant attacks, but the removable object is about to meet an unstoppable force. Lex Luthor. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's back. Wait a second. How can he be back? <gasps> what? What? I missed something. Isn't he all, like, fucking deformed and shit? Perpetual fucked him up. Looking good, Lex. Looking good. That, that Steve Pugh B cover. <laughs> Looking like Lincoln in that one, buddy. I like it. I really have become quite the Lex Luthor fan since uh, Snyder's run on Justice League. Beforehand, I just kind of thought, like, can't you just punch him? Like, even Batman, can't, can't you just, like, punch him? But, uh, no, 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 no. I've, I, I have underrated, uh, underrated, underestimated and underrated Lex Luthor. Snyder bought his badass in this to life, so. Yeah. Oh, let's go on to Swamp Thing number 10. Is this wrapping up now, Rom V? What is that? I thought for a second I was, like, speaking of Perpetua. It's based off of something in the background there, but I don't think that's, I don't think that's what's going on. Um... Yeah, man. Fucking Swamp Thing, huh? I can't wait to read all of this. Rom V's just been killing it lately. Oh, shit, and that B cover. Brian Bolin. What you doing there, buddy? Creating a classic is what you're doing. You know, this is... Hmm. Uh, how do I... Webhead. Like, if I could describe this in one word... If someone did Swamp Thing in a webheady type of way, this is, I don't know, I just, I mean, it's not exact uh, by by any means. It's just, ah, oh, fuck, that's cool. You, you really, you pull over the car right now. Pull over and look at this cover. Seriously. Fuck, Brian Boland. <sighs> Late year... Late in the year, cover of the year, for the Cheersy, Atten uh, uh, contender. I'm getting all of my words mixed up with words that don't exist. Attender? Uh, no, contender. Tis the season to be freezing by a bunch of people I don't have names to. But that Jen Bartel cover. Hmm. What is that? Is that like red pudding or something? Marshmallows? Uh, oh, the weather outside is freezing, but these stories are... Sh oh, you want me to sing? Nope. Sure are pleasing. So since you've no place to go, why not grab a sweater, pour a cup of hot cocoa, and uh, stoke the fire? Because these ten tails are sure to lower the mercury. Got it. Harley Quinn, Blue Snowman... Hawkman, Batman. Mm, I see Superman too. I see Wonder Woman. I see France. I see Mr. I mean, it's. A, it's a, it comes out in December, okay? You're not allowed to get mad. You're not allowed, oh, and fucking my hair Christmas music in November. You know, we, we get it. We get it. But this comes out in December. You're not allowed to be mad. I think. I think. Pretty sure it's like December 2nd or something. Um, yeah, man. Uh, who knows? Who knows what? It's going to be fun, right? What was the price point on this one? 
Oh, $10, good lord. And then that Pop Man cover. Mm-hmm. Hey, that is really good. It is. But, you, mm, Jen Bartel, though, you know. Jen Bartel, look at that. God damn. Again, damn. Um, uh, we've got, uh, Wonder Girl. Wonder Girl, number six. This is the, uh... Fuck, is this the first appearance of... Who is this? Um... Portia? 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 Porita? Might be Porita. I'm not gonna pull out my phone and look it up. It's the first appearance of a person with the P... Name. So, uh... Yeah. Uh, there's an Art Germ cover. You're gonna like that, probably, if you're an Art Germ fan. And then, oh, there's a Wonder Woman annual as well. Look at this. Uh, Mitch Garretts. Ooh. And then Carlos Donda on that beat. Ooh. Damn. That is really good. That, that's some dynamic posing. I like that a lot. I'm not even a Wonder Woman fan. That's a good cover. Who are you, Carlos Donda? Hmm. Let me get your number. World of Krypton, number one. What is this? Robert Venditti and Michael Avon Oming. A modern telling of one of the most storied periods in comics. Krypton is a utopia admired across the universe for its achievements in science and culture. But its shining towers and regal people can steal a planet rotting at its core. When a catastrophic event befalls Krypton's natural world, it points towards a mass extinction in the making. Jor-El, head of Krypton's revered science council, embarks on a mission to save a world that may already have passed the point of no return. Shining new light on the famous characters of Krypton's past, including Jor-El, General Druzad, and even a young Kara, Kara Zor-El, World of Krypton combines action, cosmic wonder, and political intrigue in a story as much about our world as the one on the page. Alright, so this is interesting timing, DC. Aren't you kind of already doing this right now in uh, Dark Knights of Steel? You know? Maybe it's not so much about the history of Krypton, but definitely the family members. You know, re new retelling of that. But, I mean, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens here. Uh, it could be something. It could. I mean, if you're going to bring in... Fuck, who knows? Uh, that Miko Suyong cover, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do we got here? We got a D'Amico. This is just a D'Amico. I don't know. Uh, yeah, fucking badass. But, uh, well, I mean, I don't know if I call that badass. I mean, it's not really my style, but it makes you... I can see people on it. I can see people on I think the badass one's that A cover for sure. Good lord, that's good. Um, oh, kind of makes me wonder. And there's a 1 in 25 Francisco Francovia on that. Mm, who's that robot? Does that robot exist in somewhere else? Huh. Curious. Um, see, that's the downside of not knowing everything about DC. You know, I like to think I know as much about Marvel, or enough about Marvel at least, to be able to get me by. You know, me go, hey, is that somebody new? 
Or is that somebody from the past? Uh, DC, anytime somebody's <laughs> new and they didn't tell me beforehand that, you know, there's a new person coming, I, would, I wouldn't know. And not everything gets solicited, people. So, hmm, you tell me if that robot thing looks or has been something else in DC. Let me know. At Cheers to Comics. Um, alright, that's a, that's a big, long, long lunar list this week, people. Fuck. Um, let's, uh, let's see what Diamond's doing on the FOCs, huh? Alright, let's start with Vault. The books that need to be ordered by no later than Monday the 8th, but don't, don't procrastinate, people. It's not good. It's not good, I'm telling you. Bad things happen when you procrastinate ordering your books. Um, Alright, so yeah, Vault Comics, Lunar Room, number one. Danny Lore, Georgia Sposito. Mm-hmm. So, it's, uh, it's werewolves and whatnot. Cynthia Sinbreaker used to be a lot of things. Werewolf. Shoulder shrug. A mob enforcer for a powerful mage. A name feared on every street in Solar City. But now, she's forcibly retired from all those things. Trying to get over her past job and past loves. Mm, Zack Zero is a mage with their own agenda. And right now, item number one is to hire some protection. Normally, Sin wouldn't look twice, but Zero may have the key to getting back the most important thing she ever lost. Her keys. Uh, I'm kidding, herself. Uh, so, yeah, look at that fucking werewolf. I like it, man. Mm, could be big. Vault's been doing good things. Don't sleep on vault books. Don't sleep on vault books. What do we got for covers here? We got a sweet B cover. We got a really sweet 1 in 5. We got a 1 in 10. We got a 1 in 25. We got a 1 in 50. And we got a 1 in 100. Look at that. A foil deluxe. God damn. Anybody ordering 100 copies of this? That'd be crazy. Uh, Rush. Oh, fuck. That came out this week. And I didn't grab it. I'm gonna need to get this one. Maybe even two. Uh, but, I mean, look at that. Look at that fucking second printing. That second printing, I think, might actually be something in itself just for the... Fa it's a fucking sweet cover. It's just so... Simple. But so much is going on there. You know? I get a... <laughs> I get a real Dr. Loveless Wild Wild West vibe. Mr. Spatterlegs. But, I don't think that's what this is at all. <sighs> Fucking cool. But, rush number two. Also on the FOC order form this week. Then we've got uh, World of Darkness number three. So some uh, some choices. If you're a vault reader, uh, how about Titan? Anything from Titan? We've got uh, Blade Runner 2029 number 10. Three covers there. Source point. Source point, oh, we've got Suicide Jockeys. If you're not reading Suicide Jockeys, you have failed in comics. There you go. Uh, kick you in the Titokakatsu for the contemporary American action movie Fiend from Raylan Grant and Davi Leon Dias and Iwan Joko. Triano. I don't know how to say words good today. 
Um, but I mean, no, Suicide Jockeys is badass. I'm not just saying that because Rylan Grant's a friend of the show. Rylan Grant's a friend of the show because he does things like Suicide Jockeys that are badass. Uh, and that fucking B cover. Come on. Bobby Alvis on that? Jesus Christ. Source point. Suicide Jockeys. All you need to know. Oni. Oni Press. We've got a Dirtbag Rapture number three. I haven't got around to reading number one and number two yet. But I am slightly caught up. So. Uh, I'm gonna. And they are very, very close to the, the top of my reading pile now. I'm gonna try to get those done here real soon so I could decide on whether or not I'm gonna continue on with number three. But I like a good drug culture story. You know, whether it's serious or comedic, I just. I was gonna say, I like drugs. And that's not the case. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not into fucking drugs in that way, people. I like drug culture. I'm fascinated by how other people perceive. Things. Look at me. Look at me and my fucking dictionary words, huh? Um, yeah, no, I mean, uh, but, uh, I mean, uh, I like it. I mean, I love Transmetropolitan. Uh, fucking scumbag is my shit right now. I'm gonna know what Dirtbag Rapture's about. And then we've got some Rick and Morty stuff going on here. Rick and Morty, Rick's new hat. Oh, gee. Number five, Alex Fire. That's a cool way to spell fire. I think I said that before. I'm going to say it again. That's a cool way to spell fire. And Fred Strezing. Oh, hang on to your hat. Especially a new one. It's the grand finale. Yep, five-parter coming to an end. There is no ongoing Rick and Morty. And what do we got here? We got a Stern cover on the B. I mean, the guy's name's Stern. It's not like a staring back at me, disappointingly. Like, trying to give me a look to make me do something. No, that's not what I mean. Brian, shut the fuck up and go to Mad Cave. Uh, Knights of the Golden Sun, number 14. We've got The Last Session, number one. What's this? It looks Thanksgiving-y. Looks really, really Thanksgiving-y. Dozer Jaws and Jasmine Walls. Look at you and your fun names. Roll for initiative. Oh, this is like D&D Thanksgiving, maybe? Maybe it, maybe it has nothing to do with Thanksgiving. Maybe it's really just D&D. Yeah, something like that. Right on. Only it's not Dungeons and Dragons. It's Dice, dice and Death Traps. Because, you know, money. Uh, what do we got here? We got a B cover that looks badass if you're into that kind of stuff. And we got a, what was this, Wolvenheart? Wolvenheart, number nine. Mm. Look at that. Oh, that looks very Van Helsing-y. And then I look into there, and there's the name Van Helsing summons one of history's most notorious villains to help him in his crusade. None other than Rasputin himself. Mm-hmm. Rasputin. Sputin. Sputin. I like Sputin. Rasputin. Oh, that's a cool cover. That's a... That's how you do perspective, people. That's how you do perspective. That's freaking neat. It's nothing but the 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 the, the French. Mm hmm. The Eiffel Tower. What the? F oh, I got Looney Tune Anvil on the head again. Apparently, before this episode again. 
Alright, continuing on Fanagraphics. Oh, we got Fanagraphics, people. I don't click on this enough, but this week I clicked on it. I clicked on Fanagraphics, so we got... What do we have? We have Red Room. Trigger Warnings, number one. Mm -hmm. We got a one in five from Ed Pisker. We got a one in ten from Rug. And we've got a... What does this say? A Comic Sense Exclusive. Hmm... And then a 1 in 25, Momoko. I don't have the image on a Momoko, but I can't imagine. <laughs> um, no. I'll be over, yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. What was this? Uh, first issue, self-contained. So are they just going to keep going with this? Uh, the best-selling, most-talked-about series of 2020 kicks off. <laughs> best-selling. Um... <laughs> It's second four issue season with another self contained mini masterpiece of monthly comic storytelling. Let's see here. The Decimator presents the Rat Queens, and unfortunately for them, they are front and center in his most horrific Red Room broadcast yet. As seen on the YouTube channel Sensation Cartoonist K Babe from the creator of X Men Grand Design and Hip Hop Family Tree. Alright, uh, yeah, no, I had fucking Red Room's back after, you know, no time at all. That's exciting. You're gonna want it, people. You're gonna want it. I don't know what the, be I don't know what the variants look like. I don't, except for the, uh, uh, the Comic Sense exclusive. And it's good. It's good. Uh, Behemoth? Behemoth. We've got No Holds Barred. And I say Barred in the flautist way I don't I don't do they don't know like fuck around with a flute um I get more like a loot huh is that what they're called see I'm, I'm just not that when Queen Elizabeth the first is kidnapped only the dramatic duo of William Shakespeare and William Page in their superhero alter egos the bard and page can save her written in iambic pentameter I just fucking lost me there. Uh, does that mean it's smarter than me? No Holds Barred is a thrillback comedy adventure 400 years in the making. Could be fun, people. Behemoth does fun stuff. And uh, what do we got here? We got five covers to choose from. Five, I say, I say. Uh, AWA. We've got Hotel. Volume 2. Uh, number one. Mm -hmm. uh, five more interconnected stories chronicle another harrowing week at Pirate Courts. Did I say that right? The mysterious, probably not, roadside motel where lost souls make their last stand with the demons that haunt them. A family, desperate and destitute after being evicted from their home. A struggling artist yearning for inspiration. A lonely bachelor tending to his beloved ailing dog. Oh. A brutal motorcycle gang hunting for a runaway initiate. Okay. Uh, when all these haunted souls check into the parrot courts, who will survive the checkout? Uh, oh, this sounds badass. This sounds like super bad. You know what this reminds me of? Um, Something that I can't remember. What was that fucking... Uh, Hotel movie with Thor in it and shit. You know what I'm trying to say. It was a good one. Uh, that's kind of what this reminds me of, in a way. 
don't like it. I like it. I gotta remember this one. Uh, there's two covers, too. Jesus Christ. Mike Diodoto Jr. That is fucking trippy. Um. Yeah, that's creepy as shit. Jesus. Yeah, just one from AWA, but that's all you need. Jesus Christ. Aftershock. We've got, uh, look what else is back. It's a big, big order week, people. <sighs> Overtime. Maniac in New York, Bronx, Burning. Number one. Oh, Elliot Kalan and Andre Moody are back. <sighs> the Buddy Saga of Maniac Harry continues. And, yeah. Oh, gotta love it. Gotta love it. Especially if you're, uh, if you're me. Because I love the first run uh, from a blaze this week. Just one. But it's a number one. What is this? Animal Castle. Xavier Dorison and Felix Delep. What the fuck is this? On the farm, all animals were equal. In the castle, some are more equal than others. For fans of the best-selling Stray Dogs and the Eisner Award-winning Beasts of Burden come an animal fable at once familiar and surprising. You may think you know the story, but set aside your assumptions. This animal uprising is like any you have read. Um, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say order the fuck out of this book. Uh, yeah. And what do we got here? We, we, what's the B cover look like? It's not a horror variant. I don't know about that, but it is neat. It sure is neat. I want to know what's going on there. That's fucking cool. He said again for a third time. And then there's a, a blank sketch variant as well that... $10 price point, but... Yeah, man, a blaze might be a sleeper this week, people. Animal Castle. Mm-hmm. Boom. We've got Berserker, number six. A uh, few covers per usual. Let's see here. Foil, foil. Okay, sweet. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, number 32. Two covers there. Uh, Dark Blood, number five. That little six-parter almost done. Wow, people excited about Dark Blood. Mm -hmm. Two covers there. Uh, we've got Firefly, number 34. And a Firefly Holiday Special, AOA, from Jeff Jensen and Vincenzo Federici and Jordi Perez and Fabiana Mascolo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're a Firefly fan. You know, you like Christmas and shit. This could be for you, you know. Eight dollars, good lord. Uh, better be a long story. Mighty Morphin, number 14, coming out this week. We got a few covers there. What's that FOC reveal variant? Yeah, I still don't know what it's revealing. That's, oh, that is cool. Who is that? God, I wish I wasn't behind on this. I gotta get, I gotta not get behind on this. See, this is, needs to be my next catch-up mission. Power Rangers and Mighty Morphin. I think I'm six issues behind on each of them now. It's uncalled for. It's fucking embarrassing. Once in future, number 22. Mm-hmm. This is one I'm, uh, I don't know, I'm like 15 issues behind on now. Uh, but, but, no, I'm 16 issues behind. Um, that doesn't mean I'm not, I stopped liking it. I just, you know, I, 
I'll get around to it. This is this is going to be one of them really, really, really fun apocalypse reads. I know it's good. You know, I, I, I know it is. I just don't want to talk about it and ruin it for you guys. Uh, <laughs> anything from Dynamite worth spitting about? Let's see here. Yep. Oh, look what's back. Evil fucking Ernie. Oh, evil Ernie's back. Scott Lobdell, Ariel Medell. That's... Oh, <laughs> I like it when they do that. Lobdell and Medell. <laughs> Look at that Brett Booth cover. Fucking evil Ernie people. Ugh. <laughs> After Ernst, Ernest Gleckman is mortally wounded, he discovers he must pay down his new lease on life by serving as a part-time fixture for Death Cult. Each time he manifests his dark side as evil earning, it becomes harder to maintain his tenuous grip on his inherently good humanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking badass people. You know, uh, admittedly, I've never really read Evil Ernie, but I do collect all the Evil Ernie I can get my hands on. Just because, I mean, it's fucking... Fuck, look at him. Look at him. He's a badass character design. And, uh, yeah. But this, like, you know, I'm being presented an opportunity to have a number one in front of me. Yeah, I'm going to check this out for sure. I'm glad I clicked on Dynamite this week. Look at that. And what do we got for covers here? Dare I ask? We've got, uh, let's see. That's Sudom. Sweetom. Sweetom. That cover's cool. Oh, it's like Evil Dead. Oh, you fucking bastards. We got a blank cover. Mm-hmm. We've got... we got some premium covers here. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, order all of these. Uh, we got the TMNT homage variant on this one. Yep, I'll be ordering a few of those. Uh, I need a diamond account, people. Uh, I got my lunar shipment today. That's cool, huh? That's neat. Oh, and look at this fucking... Are you kidding me? That's only a $4 cover? Yeah, no, I'm... Uh, you know you know I talk about... <laughs> talk shit. You know. You know I talk shit. I don't have to... It's a rhetorical question. Of course I talk shit. On how Dynamite's a, just a cover pusher. But look at this. And, you know, there's not a tit in sight. Not a single nipple to be slipped. Look at this, man. Oh, my God. It's fucking good. All of them. They're all so good. Holy shit. Yeah, I, I I buy them all. That fucking TMNT homage variant. That one takes it. Out of all the ones that Dynamite's puts out, that's the one. And that, oh, that fucking Spider-Man 300 variant. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Jennifer Blood has a uh, TMNT homage variant as well this week. Oh, yeah, people. Aren't we glad Brian clicked on Dynamite this week? You would have hate to miss that out, huh? Fuck me. Good week, Dynamite. Good week. I don't even know what to hype the most about. So good. From IDW, we've got... Joe, Real American Hero 288. Uh, we've got Snake Eyes, Dead Game, Declassified. Uh, Chad Bowers and Rob Leefield and Rob Leefield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. 
Why would he be given snake eyes? I don't get it. Uh, Star Wars High Republic Adventures, number 11. Mm -hmm. Got a ding of people. See, don't, don't sleep on High Republic books still. Just don't do it. Um, you know, like Grandmaster Flash said, just don't do it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Sophie Campbell kicking ass. Leonardo stumbles across an underground fight ring, fight club, uh, and mutant town that caters to both humans and mutants. Oh, that's fucking weird. I would love to be a moose in that club, just stomping the shit out of some human faces. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm all about it, people. You guys reading Turtles still? If you're not, you're doing it wrong. Oh, oh shit, they're actually gonna give me the Eastman image beforehand? That never happens. <gasps> Casey Jones, people, Casey Jones. Dig it. And, uh, Transformer Shatterglass, number four of a little five-parter there. A couple covers to choose from. Those are your IDW books. Let's uh, see what Dark Horse is pushing this week. We've got Hellboy Bones of Giants, uh, number two. And uh, what is this? I'm not. I can't say the word right. Acron, a Acron. See, I don't. I don't. I'm making up shit. Mike Mignola, people. Mike Mignola. See, that's not. What the fuck is that? Never mind. Never mind. Shut up, Brian. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up! Shut up! Image Comics. Uh, Deadly Class, number 49. Two covers there. Uh, Firepower, number 18. We got The Good Asian, number 7. Couple covers there. Hellcop, number 2. I gotta read my Hellcop number 1, people. Oh, look at that. Look at these covers on Hellcop. Play Demon. Ew, I see what you're doing there. Very, uh... Playboy-esque, if you will. <laughs> that's a good cover, I'm not going to lie. Um, see, that's the thing. is It's sexual, but not perverted. Well, mostly because if something like this gets you off, you're... Because it's like a demon and shit. But, uh... <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a fucking kink-shaming. I'm not kink-shaming. But, uh... I don't know, it's just something that, uh, oddly enough, I don't know if elegance the right word for this, but it's classy? I guess that's kind of what Playboy was in a way, right? I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, Inkblot, number 14. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is one that I am excited about. Uh, Mark Millar. Miller. Miller. It's not Millar, it's Miller. Uh, and Matteo Scalera. <gasps> King of Spies, number one. It's a little four-parter. The world's greatest secret agent has six months to live. Uh-huh. Does he die quietly in a hospital bed? Or does he make up for a lifetime of bad decisions? I can't wait to fucking find out. Uh, you know, I'm kind of going for hospital bed. Blow my mind, Mark Miller. Let me see what you could do. Four issues in a hospital bed. Guy just regretting the shit out of shit. Well, we got one, two, three, four, five covers there. Uh, Magic Order, number two. Mm, it's back with the second chapter. Six issues. Uh, yeah, number two. two uh, three covers. The Me You Love in the Dark, number five. Wrapping up. All right, people. Um, number four. 
it, it's it's a single issue of the year contender, and this year's jerseys for me as it stands. Uh, Jesus fucking Christ! That that that. I'm not gonna give anything away. I'm not, because that would just be mean. Uh, the, the this series is amazing. Don't sleep on it. Do not sleep on it. Y'all thought Scotty Young could draw? Dude's a fucking amazing writer. He's an amazing writer. Oh my god. Uh, Silver coin number seven. Who's doing this one? Rom V. Jesus Christ. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Oh, what is that B cover? Gax Velez. Hmm. That's amazing. I don't even know how to explain it. Oh, amazing is a good word. Uh, two moons, number seven. couple covers there. And then we've got Walking the Deluxe, number 28. And all... Ooh, well, I slipped there. Of its glorious uh, covers. <laughs> uh, four of them. Look at it. Look at it. I'm a little behind on Walking Dead, unfortunately. But that's an easy binge, right? Alright, let's wrap up these FOCs with the, the Marvel books, huh? Uh, Amazing Spider-Man, number 82. I kind of like that B cover. Simple. Weird. Spider-Man. Uh, and then, oh, look at that Devil's Rain variant. Alright, see, is this what the Devil's Rain variants are going to start looking like? Because, um, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. That is... Pretty fucking cool. Is that supposed to be Mary Jane? It's like uh, if Hella and uh, Mary Jane hit a baby. Brian, that's not possible. Um, it's comics, stupid. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. Oh, and eighty and Spider Man eighty three. What? Both of them on the FOCs this week. See, that's weird. And then what's going on with this one here? Oh, I do see what they're doing. That's exactly what that was. I see what they're doing. So this was Mary Jane as Hella, I think. And this is going to be Spider-Man as Bullseye. Mm-hmm. You see what? Mm, oh, that's fucking exciting. I'm glad I ordered all of those ones I did blindly. Oh, that's going to make for a f fun Fun, fun display. <sighs> see? Blind faith sometimes pays off. Uh, let's see here. There's a Gleason variant on this 83 as well. Ooh, I don't have an image here. Is it going to be a weapon? I don't know. Anytime Gleason does a Spider-Man cover now, everyone's going to go, <gasps> what colors are going to be this time? Uh, Avenger. I'm not talking shit. I'm just... Avengers number 51 I got a couple covers there um, There's a few Alright what's the what's, Oh that is Oh that's She-Hulk and Craven. Combine That is fucking cool Look at you Pete Woods I like you Pete Woods I remember I remember I like you Pete Woods That was friggin awesome uh, Avengers Forever Here it is people here it is, Jason Aaron, Aaron Cooter. It's Jack, if you put all their initials together. Uh, an all-new series starring the Avengers of the Multiverse. You want me to keep going? 
Maybe I will. On a quest for cosmic vengeance, Ghost Rider finds himself roaring through the wasteland on a ruined earth where the great age of heroes never came to be. Where hope is a four-letter word. Uh, hope is fuck. Hope is, sh hope is shit. That probably makes more sense. Maybe hope is fuck. You know, that's the answer. Uh, you need more people. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There, there's a lot of, a lot more to this description. It sounds fun. You know, you're obviously reading it because it's Jason Aaron, right? I dig it. Uh, what are we doing for variants here? Dare I ask one? Just, just two. So three covers total. We got a Dalderman variant. That's a lot of Scarlet Witches. Why would they do that? I mean, I'm not mad at it, but what's the, what's the theme here? Hmm. I like that. I like that. And the Scalera variant. Oh, that's neat too. And that silk on there. The Iron Hammer. Oh, bring him back, Iron Hammer. That's fucking awesome. All right. All right. All right. Uh, what do we got? We got Black Widow number thirteen. There's a Devil's Rain variant on that. I don't have the uh, the, the the image though. Uh, lots of covers on Black Widow thirteen for some reason. Uh, Captain America Iron Man number two. We've got Darkhold Spider Man number one. Couple covers there. Uh, Death of Doctor Strange X Men Black Knight. What a combination that is. Got to mean something, right? It's a fucking weird combo. Uh, Death of Doctor Strange, number four. Mm-hmm. Couple covers there. We've got Doubles Rain, number two. Get excited about that. Uh, a few covers. Hawkeye Kate Bishop, number two. Uh, we've got Iron Man, number 15. Look at this. <laughs> yes, it's Iron Man and Doctor Octopus. Oh, Derek Chu, look at you. Look at you. Uh, King Conan, number one. More Jason Aaron. Yes, please. Um, and Muhammad Asrar. Yes, 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 yes. I love it. It's an old grizzled King Conan, people. We all know that. I mean, maybe you don't. I know. Uh, Jason Aaron is the only reason I'm a Conan fan. If, you know, they brought back Conan to Marvel and anybody else would have started it off besides Jason Aaron, I would have been like, no. Nah, I'm not in the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Fucking blah, 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 blah. I mean, it's not that I'm not in the Arnold Schwarzenegger. I fucking love Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm just Conan was never my character. It all seemed just kind of boring to me. And then Jason Aaron made opened my eyes. He opened my eyes. And he was like, it's not fucking boring, dude. This is Conan. He's a fucking pimp. And now I like it, Conan. I like it, Conan. A uh, few covers to choose from on this one. Uh, let's see here. Last Avengers. Story Marvel Tales. What is this? This could be what we're picking up. There's a lot of big, huge, giant description. Huh. Curious. Very interesting. You got Kang on the cover there. Oh. Uh, Phoenix Song Echo, number three. Look at that Bichalo cover. Jesus Christ. Oh my god, he's so good. I love that. <laughs> I really do, I love it. Another cover of the year, a contender. Uh, we've got Shang-Chi, number seven. 
uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunters number 19. Uh, Dr. Aphra number 17 this week. A few covers there. Uh, Star Wars High Republic Trail of Shadows number 3. That little five-parter still doing its thing. Uh, Sword number 11. couple covers there. Uh, Thor number 20. I wish I had <laughs> an image for that Devil's Reign variant. We've got Wolverine number 19. Once again, Devil's Reign variant I do not have an image for. Uh, we've got uh, X-Men number 6 theory. A new lineup trading card variant. I don't have an image for. Hmm. Um, X-Men Trial of Magneto number 5. Hmm. <laughs> so good. Big, 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 big week to order books, people. Lots of stuff that you should be ordering multiple copies of. Uh, Batman's probably the one, n not a bad one to focus on. Um, as far as, you know, just kind of a safe bet. But, I mean, it's, there, there's just so many opportunities this week. There really is it between the indies, uh, more, um, I mean, Evil Ernie. Come on, when do you see me hyping up a fucking dynamite book like this? Not often. Not often. All of those TMNT, FOC variants, just through dynamite, all, I think they're a surefire no-brainer. Um, as far as Marvel goes, I mean, fuck, take your pick. What Could it be a... <laughs> Uh, I don't know, the Devil's Rain variants are amazing. I don't know if they're going to be selling for overcover, you know, but... Jesus. Uh, let's see here, what else? What else could potentially be something? Uh, King Conan. Fucking badass. You know, honestly, I think all of the potential, speculatively speaking, is within the indies, to be honest. Um, and, you know, then sprinkled throughout DC, but... I don't know, it's, like I said, it's not all about speculation, people. Read the books, enjoy the shit out of them. Order the fart out of them. Um, like I said, if you don't have a place to order your books from, and you need a discount, because if you're pre-ordering books through a shop, or anywhere for that matter, and you're not getting a discount, you're, you're, you're at the wrong shop. I'm not here to you know, discredit any shops, but if you're a shop that doesn't give a discount, then that's uh, that's shitty when people are pre-ordering your books from you and you probably you're you're getting a 40 to 50% discount throughout 10 to 20%. Come on. Um but Nerds Forever will do that for you. They will. So head up 307nerdsforever.com, contact them, say Brian, that's me from Cheers to Comics. Sent you. And Tarl will hook you the fuck up. He packs his books better than anybody that's ever sent me books in my life, people. Uh, Alright, I'm going to take a quick little breaky poo. I must drag me about 14 Dr. Peppers. And uh, I'll be right back with uh, the amazing books that will be out next new comic book day. I believe that to be, I don't know, like the, the 11th or something like that. Hard to say. Hard to say. The, the, the 10th? We'll find out soon. What's up, nerds? 
This is Rich, the host of the Three Fat Nerds podcast. I would like to invite you to check out our podcast. We have two shows every week, and both of our shows are about everything that is pop culture and nerdum. That's right. We talk about movies. We talk about comics. We talk about video games. We talk about role-playing games. We talk about Dungeons & Dragons and so much more. You can find us anywhere you get podcasts just by searching Three Fat Nerds. Also, while you're at it, go ahead and like our page on Facebook, Three Fat Nerds Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 3FatNerdsPod. And of course, you can check out our website, 8122Productions.com. Most importantly, I hope you enjoy the show. With that being said, there's only one thing left to say. That's later, nerds. I'd like to remind you about a book that I've spoken highly of uh, in the past on this show before, and that's Unicorn Vampire Hunter. Uh, Kayla Palmquist has been on the show a couple of times now, and um, my my little seven-year-old, my seven-year-old girl, she is a massive fan of Unicorn Vampire Hunter, and guess what? Well, I'm sure you could guess. It's back. It's back on Kickstarter, so if you go on over to unicornvampirehunter.com, and uh, you're going to want to back this book, people, whether you have kids or not. <laughs> it's it's just a fun story, and, you know, I uh, normally would have Caleb on to talk about it, but you know, I'm scheduling stuff happened, and I wasn't gonna not uh, have this this book be spouted about from the rooftops. So, uh, yeah, metaphorically speaking, of course. So head on over to unicornvampirehunter.com and uh, find out what it's all about, man. Um, it's 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 all in the title. It's a thing of beauty, and uh, yeah, I, I just I, it's one of those books that. I, I can't not recommend, and especially if you've got youngsters, mine, mine, she's addicted, she's addicted. So once again, head on over to unicornvampirehunter.com and get you, uh, get you some of this Caleb Palmquist goodness. Alright, I'm back, and let's, uh, let's talk about some books coming out next week, huh? The books that you probably should have already pre-ordered, but who knows, maybe some new stuff came to light that you weren't aware about. Um, yeah, so I'll give you, I'll give you another opportunity here, maybe call up the shop and get it added to your list, just in case they order some extra copies, or maybe you just gotta hope it's there on Wednesday. Either way, I'm here to help use out, huh? Alright, um, uh, Action Comics number 1036. Now, I'm gonna fly through these unless there is really something that's kind of noteworthy, speculative-wise. Because, like I said, you should have already pre-ordered them. I've already pre-hyped them. Huh? Uh, so yeah, Action Comics number 1036. We got an amazing Julian Titino Tedesco cardstock on that. And the only reason I say that is because of the amazing name. I mean, the, the, not to take away from the art, but... Like I, said, I said I was gonna fly through these. I'm not gonna talk about all the fuck variants. Then we got Scooby-Doo, Batman. Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries, number eight on that one. Uh, Skipping ahead. Batman the Imposture, number two. That first issue was fucking badass. Um, Let's see here. Batman Urban Legends, number niner. Oh, yeah, baby. Two covers on that one. Three covers on that one. I apologize. Uh, We got Black Mana, number three. Oh, yeah. Two covers on that one. Look at that Sanford Green. Gotta love it. Uh, By the Horns, number seven. This is well, this is uh, an ongoing now, people. I was told that 
uh, Marcus on Naso has this uh, mapped out for 40 issues. So, hmm, fucking badass. Um, from more from Scout. Well, I guess this is a uh, Black Caravan. We've got Cherry Blackbird number four. Uh, from Ahoy, we've got Snifter of Death number two. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe joint. Uh, from more from Black Caravan, we got Tales from the Fantastical Crime Unit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, I had Steve Mardo and Sean French on the podcast, right? Well, if you don't know, you should. It was a great episode. One of my favorite conversations the whole goddamn year. And I had a bunch of them. So, mm-hmm. Uh, Future State Gotham, number seven. I'm popping off this week. Uh, Harley Quinn, Eat Bang Kiltor, number three. Uh, we've got Headless. Headless is back with its second season from Scout Comics. Headless, number one. We've got I Am Batman, number three. Three! From uh, uh, John Ridley, I Am Batman. Uh, we've got The Joker, number nine. Mm-hmm. Sweet connecting variants on those as well. Fucking sweet. Uh, Justice League Last Ride, number seven. Wrapping up on this one. Oh, yeah, people, you never know. You never know what's going to happen in here. Uh, North Bend is back with its second season. Uh, North Bend number one from Scout Comics. We've got Pennyworth number four, a little seven-parter. What's this from uh, this Black Caravan here? Province of Secrets. Mm-hmm. Creepy looking. Fucking love it. I love it. Uh, Robin and Batman number one. Oh, Jeff Lemire, Dustin Nguyen. Good stuff, people. I'm excited for this one. Two covers there. Uh, Snatched number three from Scout Comics. Excited about this one as well. That fucking last issue was a crazy. Uh, let's see here. Static number four. Gotta love that. Scrolling uh, from Bla- Black Label, we've got Superman vs. Lobo number two. Uh, we've got Titans United number three. Was there something to that? I don't. I don't, I don't think so. It might. No, I don't think so. And then uh, to wrap it up, we've got Wonder Womath number seven hundred and eighty-one, and that uh, TK cardstock variant. Oh, I think it's going to get some love. I do. I do. Um, I mean, I'm not a personal fan of this style of art, but I know that there are a lot of people that are. So, as a retailer, I prepared for such a case. Um, so yeah, not not a whole lot of lunar books coming out this week, but still stuff to definitely get excited about. I'm really all up in that Robin and Batman for sure. And uh, the imposter was so fucking good. Um, all right, let's see what's going on with uh, all the stuff coming out from Diamond on Wednesday the 10th, I believe. Where you at? Yes, the 10th. All right. All right, here we go. Vault. Is that where we're starting? Yes, Vault. Witchblood, number eight. That's it from Vault. Mm-hmm. How about Titan? From Titan, we've got Horizon Zero Dawn, number three, and Life is Strange, number two. So those are your Titan books. 
How's about Scout? Yep, same stuff I said before. Uh, Headless, number one. North Bend, number one. And Province of Secrets, number one. Uh, Oni? From Oni, we've got uh, Rick and Morty. Corporate Assets, number one. Gotta love that. Two covers there. Come on, Mad Cave. Nothing from Mad Cave this week. How's about Heavy Metal? From Heavy Metal, we've got Never Never, number one, second printing. Ew, eh. Mm -hmm. See, this one might be something. I got a feeling. You never know with Never Never. I feel like I... Do I have a copy of that? I feel like I bought a copy. I don't know where it's at, though. Has it shown up yet? I'm going to track that down. Who did I buy that from? Fuck. Uh, I know I bought one. Behemoth? Anything from Behemoth this week? Hmm? No. No. No Behemoth this week? How's about Ahoy? I already talked about Ahoy. We've got... Yeah. Uh, I said the Ahoy comic. Same schedule as Lunar this week. How about Aftershock? We've got My Date with Monsters, number one. This is one that I actually kind of maybe uh, speculated on. Picked up a couple copies just in case. Mostly because that B cover um, makes me... <laughs> These fucking monsters are dope looking. Not gonna lie. Uh, a blaze? Anything from a blaze? Yes, we've got Beyond the Black River. Number two. Oh, and this has got that badass fucking... Um, Thor 317 homage cover too. Oh, yeah. Hiya. Oh, yeah. Uh, boom. From boom, we've got Magic the Gathering number eight. Mamo number five. <laughs> not not Mambo number five, people. Mamo. A little bit of Mighty Morphin. I'll stop now. A little bit of. Fuck, I can't stop. Jesus Christ. Mighty Morphin number 13. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that and Yuckly. Ah, cool A cover. But really, the winner this week is the uh the Del Mundo cover. It's 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 a real winner there. <laughs> it's, it's so cool. And it looks like chalk. Cause it's on a chalkboard. Oh my god. And we've got Oswald's body. Wait, no, hold on. Uh regarding the matter of Oswald's body, number one. Oh, God, I love it, man. Uh, new number one, people from Boom. What is this? Uh, Christopher Cantwell. Luca Castellanguida. Uh, yeah, detective. Mm hmm. Um, good stuff from Boom this week, people. No, that's about it. Uh, your dynamite. Uh, Pretty fucking typical dynamite. You got a little bit of kiss in there, though. Gotta love that. Kiss number three. Um, oh. Yeah, there you go. Uh, IDW, we've got Canto Lionheart at number four. G.I. Joe, Real American Hero, number 287. Uh, Transformers, Wreckers, Tread, and Circuits, number two. And that does it for IDW, a little IDW week, people. Uh, Dark Horse, from Dark Horse this week, Maze Book, number three is coming out. No One Left to Fight, number two. And Unbelievable Unteens wrapping up with its fourth issue. Uh, I'm loving the Black Hammer stuff, people. The Unbelievable Unteens, real good. Uh, Image. From Image this week, we've got Maneaters Cursed, 
number five. Uh, Ordinary Gods, number five. Oh, this is one that I'm excited about. Bishout. Binom X is John Leguizamo. Mm-hmm. You know, the pest. Remember the pest? Yeah. What's that? What's that McFarlane cover look like up close? I gotta see. It doesn't look like McFarlane. It doesn't look like Todd McFarlane at all. That's that's strange. It's like he did that in his sleep. It's kind of a disappointment. Because I think I ordered a couple of them, anticipating. I went in blind. There wasn't a reveal for it yet. Apparently he did it <laughs> yesterday. Huh. I said not a big fan of that. It's kind of a disappointment. Uh, Righteous Search for Vengeance, number two out this week. Sea of Stars back with its third arc. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Six Sidekicks of Trigger Keaton, number six. Uh, Stillwater, number 11. Trover Saves the Universe, number four. Uh, Undiscovered Country, number 17. And lastly, from the Indies coming out this week, possibly my most anticipated book. Quite possibly. What's the furthest place from here? Number one. Matthew Rosenberg. Oh, yeah. Tyler Boss. Come on. I fucking love it. I do. I, I, I can't wait. I cannot wait to crack this motherfucker open. I think I, I think and I anticipated this being big and picked up multiple copies. I'm not sure, but regardless, I'm... Psh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Exciting, exciting stuff. Um, this this better be the book that finally gives Matthew Rosenberg the credit he fucking deserves, because the dude deserves all of the accolades. He, he he is a great. There's no doubt about it, at least in my eyes. Uh, from Marvel this week, we've got Alien number eight. That fucking B cover is amazing. But it's a xenomorph, so naturally I'm going to be into it. Uh, we've got Spider-Man, number 78. We've got uh, Avengers Tech On, number 4. Deadpool, Black, White, and Blood, number 4. Eternals, number 7. Uh, Excalibur, number uh, 25. Uh, Hellions, number 17. Look at that JTC Havoc action figure variant. Look at it. Miles Morales, number 32. I have a feeling about the B-cover people. I just do. The pink is, uh... Or magenta, if you will. Looks like a fucking T-Mobile commercial. Shit all over it. and I, I think I mean that in a good way. But I, I got a feeling it's, it's, it's gonna... It's gonna draw some eyes. I got a feeling. Uh, Savage Avengers, number 26 there. Ooh, that's a high, high Republic covers really cool I like it Phil Noto look at you just doing your damn thing I like that a lot uh, Strange Academy number 13 mm -hmm. two or three covers there uh, this is one that you definitely shouldn't sleep on but you wouldn't you wouldn't do such a thing anyway right uh, the thing the thing number one uh, there are a couple of first appearances in here at least one if I remember correctly but regardless it's it's something that you're gonna want to pick up um, and I hope that you ordered multiple copies of and remember the rule people if you didn't pre-order it you can't get multiple copies off the shelf you have to make the effort and bounce around from shop to shop that's that's the the unspoken unwritten rule of comic book buying 
Otherwise, you're a shelf-dwelling piece of shit, and you give people that make money on comics a bad name. So, don't be that prick. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of pricks out there uh, getting their grubby little hands all over stacks of thing books this week. Just saying. Um, just saying. Look at these covers, people. That Bermejo cover, Jesus fucking Christ. You know what? I think I, I think I actually ordered this one. Um, just, uh, I didn't have a, an image, but I thought Lee Bermejo doing the thing. I want to see that. And look at that. He's holding fucking Doom's helmet. <sighs> his bottom's on fire. I mean, his, not his bottom. Not his. his <laughs> Uh, like his kneecaps and shit. What did he stomp out Johnny at the same time? What's going on here, big guy? That looks fucking amazing. Uh, another cover of the year contender? It's like that this week, people. Um, and then we've got Venom number one. Duh, you're clearly fucking picking this up. Um, for all of the reasons. Look at that Bichalo variant. That is amazing. Ugh. Yeah, I can't wait to see it, Rom V and Al Ewing do with this, because we all know I'm left on a very, very, very interesting um, cliffhanger, as far as, yeah, Dylan, whatnot. Fuck, it's good. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah that, that, that's the shit, that's it. That's it, we end with Venom. Really good stuff. As far as speculation goes, I don't know. Not, not, not that much this week, but... As far as stuff that I'm excited as shit to read, is it's going to be a big week. It's going to be a dense reading week, and for that, I'm not mad. Poor me. Poor, poor me. Um, so, yeah, I, I hope you got something out of this one, people. Like I said, more than anything, it's really all about the FOCs, but you know, maybe you listen to this back segment on the way to the shop to get reminded, huh? to get all hyped up for the stuff that's going to be handed to you in your box that you have waiting for you, right? Right? So there you go. Uh, remember, cheerstocomics.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things uh, Cheers to Comics content-related. And now, when you click on the store button, it takes you to shopcheerstocomics.com. And you... Yeah, people. Cheers to Comics is umbrellaed and branched out and whatever other metaphor you want to use to say that we're a retailer now. Uh, it's, it's exciting as shit. It really is. I got my first lunar shipment this week. It made me feel so official. And yes, so check out all of the live sales coming soon. If you're not a member of the Cheers to Comics Facebook group or you not, you don't like the YouTube page, then uh, do that now. And don't miss out because I will be doing some very fun, exciting live sales. And why are my live sales going to be different from other live sales out there from other places established selling comics? Because they're not a podcaster. They're not a natural entertainer. You know what I mean? So you're going to get all of that. You're going to get a podcast of sorts. Wow. I'm, uh, I'm selling you these amazing, 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 amazing books of the comic sort. So, yes, stay tuned for all of that stuff coming very, very soon. So, mm-hmm. And uh, whatever uh, just so happened may not get sold may just end up on shopcheersdecomics.com. So do all of that if you do miss out. If you do miss out and there's any sloppy seconds left over, that's where I'll be putting them, shopcheersdecomics.com. And use code PODCAST when you're shopping at checkout as well. And save yourself 10%. Mm-hmm. 
There you have it. Alright, I'll talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about. I command you stay safe and read responsibly. Cheers, fuckers. You're listening to Cheers to Comics Podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics Podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to Cheers to Comics Podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics Podcast. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous podcast recommendations, please just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the Apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the Apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the Apocalypse is sure to have something for you. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now.